1: The suppression of the use of marijuana and of the forces lurking behind it are
2: the
0: most important
2: jobs this department is now engaged. In 1930, the records on marijuana in the Washington office of the Narcotics Division scarcely filled a small folder like this. Today, they fill cabinets.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Coloradians, and everyone that's smart enough to listen from the outside. It's one of the most amazing plants we've ever discovered. The pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a cup.
0: Wheaties!
1: Really all right, we're back with our Stolen appetite interview of the week with the CEO of MedFarm, Mr. Albert Gutierrez. Albert, or Albie, I guess is the, I see as the, the title from Zoom. Zoom, how are you?
3: Good, good. Thanks for having me. Uh, excited to be here with you guys. Albie's fine, by the way, That's Okay, the industry, at least.
1: <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was one of those personal things or not, but, uh, you know, when we saw it in the headline of, on the Zoom meeting that we jumped on today, I figured it was okay for everyone. It wasn't just like a friends and family name.
3: Yeah, yeah, I know. Everybody calls me that. It's, it's my nickname, so I enjoy it. I miss it.
1: Well, um, for those that can hear us in the background, I have uh, the dogs, Jerry and Rocco are going to make an appearance, but I got my co-host to the right, as always. Chris, how are you, brother?
2: I'm doing all right, man. It's a beautiful day here in Denver today.
1: Yeah, we're doing a little. It's 60 degrees, and uh, it's a new month. We're turning over a new leaf here into February. January was a little bit precarious, to say the least, but uh, we got good vibes because this is our first episode back in the new series. So, Albie, we appreciate you.
2: And this is our first ever episode with the CEO, big time.
3: <laughs> I'm just a guy. I go. I, sometimes I just say I'm a guy. That's yeah, we're all.
2: all just guys, but you're a <laughs> you CEO go. guy.
3: There you go. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a yeah. C level dude. Yeah, yeah. that's a C suite guy. Well, well, um, we like to start off all of our interviews, kind of getting to know the guy behind the med farm or behind the title, and we like to do that every week with the same question. So, Chris. I'll- in the saddle boys we're back all
2: right here we go so, albie are you a transplant or a native
3: i am a native born and raised oh. in denver the oh. yeah. before it was the island so uh love it born and raised well i mean we have a lot of questions what hospital did you was it lutheran since you were a north sider <laughs> Mercy hospital. Mercy hospital. Yeah. It's gone now, but yeah, that was the hospital I was born at. (laughs) Was that the one over next to Sloan's? Um, No,
1: that was uh, St. Anthony's. That was St.
0: Anthony's.
1: Okay. Okay. See, I I can't date myself, but I haven't been here that too terribly mm -hmm. long. So to know all the hospitals would be a little bit different, but all right. So we have a native here. We don't get a lot of those, Chris.
2: No, we do not. No, not at all. So we got to, we got to ask this guy questions about Denver, obviously. But, uh, kind of, kind of first, like, uh, give us your story. Like, how'd you get, kind of give us a brief history of Aldi.
3: Yeah. So, uh, as I mentioned, I I grew up in North Denver, um, born and raised on on the playgrounds where I spent most of my days. Um, (laughs) yes, we're uh, such good friends. (laughs) So, uh, no, but I grew up in North Denver, uh, very, uh, interesting times. I mean, it was very gang, a lot of gang activity back in that day. Um, lot of drug activity back in the day in that area completely changed complete 180 uh, from what it is um, we was also in long uh, kind of interesting and when I grew up uh, in, in North Denver I saw a lot of my friends get wrapped up in you know uh, drug charges and whatnot um, and so as family members as well and so it's just kind of interesting uh, as I was growing up to see all the different uh, issues that were going on as I got older I, I you know I, I went to uh, Denver Public School. Then I went to uh, college at Metro, got my undergrad from Metro in criminal justice and criminology. And I got my uh, master's at CSU. And so uh, kind of kind of funny. And uh, when I, when I, when it, my, my master's was in business, but uh, then I stepped into the cannabis industry a few years later after, um, well, let me step back. I actually was in software development. So, so I come from, you know, I'm a nerd, I'm a tech geek. Um, so I used to develop software for different companies like Deloitte and Accenture, would create learning systems and, and um, different uh, games, I guess, video games that we we put their uh, managerial staff through to try and make them better thought leaders. Well, I met a guy by the name of Andy Williams, if you're familiar with Medicine Man, um, in, in 2014, and Andy said, "Hey, uh, I'm making this, you know, complex spreadsheet every month and trying to get this data." And I was like, "Hey, let me let me see this." And I, I reverse engineered it, and made it so he could press a button and get you know whatever data he needed. And he called me a few months later and said, Hey, i uh, I could use somebody to help me out with medicine, man, and kind of be, you know, my right-hand guy and be somebody who can, I can lean on and, and be me when, when I'm not there and kind of help me with mergers and acquisitions, etc. etc. et cetera. Et cetera. Say, hey, that sounds fun. I'm, I've always been kind of entrepreneurial. I had a couple small businesses before and I, I like risk. So why not? Uh, so I jumped into the cannabis industry, helped out with medicine, man, medicine, man technologies as it was going public. Uh, and then med was kind of starting up at the time. Um, and MedFarm. Uh, we, we, we came together to really understand the what, why, and how behind cannabinoids, terpenes, and other excipients that come together to help people. That's really our focus is research, right? And, and we'll talk about that in a second uh, if, 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 uh, if we want to go that route, but I'll talk more about that. Uh, but basically, we wanted to really understand, you know, how do we help people? How do we uh, destigmatize cannabis and show that when somebody's pulled over, for having some cannabis on them because they're using it for anxiety or whatever it may be, then it's actually something that's a medicine. And so that's what MedPharm was, was all about. Um, so, so I started taking pieces and putting the puzzles together as far as what the company needed to look like, what kind of facility we built. Um, we have a beautiful facility here in Denver state of the art with uh, extraction and, and, and uh, cultivation. But we'd also have, what makes this difference is a, a GMP certified um, facility. So we're actually certified in GMP and GAP. And we actually have a, a testing laboratory in-house. So we do all the research uh, components, all the testing of products in-house, which is really exciting. Um, and so that's, that's kind of my, my uh, genesis and coming into the industry. And then uh, you know awareness was born uh, we have some some great brands out there right now. We have uh, Olivier, Batch, and Become. Those are our three brands, um, and and we have awards won by Olivier and Batch already. Um, and you know, I was thinking about how do we make something that really speaks to what our focus is uh, on, on in the community, right? And what how do we actually take that to the next level? And a lot of people talk about. You know the racial disparities, and they talk about social equity, and they use the buzzword buzzwords a lot, but they don't take action. And I was like, I'm not I'm not that kind of guy. I want to, I want to take action. So we created a brand. We wanted to make something uh, that where we're get, making everybody aware with us. So it's called awareness, um, and that's that's where we we got that name. Um, and so and not just making making uh, people aware, but also taking action and partnering with companies like. Uh, the Black Cannabis Equity Initiative and John Bailey and putting the right people in the room and bringing the right people to the table to have conversations about how cannabis, um, how the people impacted by the war on cannabis and the drugs uh, and uh, the drug war um, could actually benefit from the industry, right? And, and changing some of the laws and making it so they can come into the industry. So that's what it's all about. And that's what we're doing. We've created a great product and, and we've partnered with some great dispensary partners who are putting the product in store uh, to raise money for the Black Cannabis Equity Initiative and push that that forward.
1: Man, that's a lot to unpack. And I don't think you got that. Yeah, That's a whole fucking lot. Yeah. uh, Let's start with the fact that Chris and I were betting on how you got into the industry. And if you worked your way up from the CEO, but it sounds like you started at like, you were all always a C-level guy. kind of what I heard like you were brought in from the right-hand man from Andy like somebody so you had already kind of established that rapport so we weren't sure we were like oh well we may or may not have knew that you're a native but that's not that's neither here nor there um (laughs) but yeah so we weren't sure like we had a lot of casual questions like when was the first time you got high (laughs) or what I I was 13 years old (laughs) (laughs) see yeah like y'all are a little bit more predisposed, uh, what is the term I'm looking for, Chris? Pre- yeah, thank you. To like maybe getting higher before us or like skiing or like, are you a skier or snowboarder? But we went all the way through like all of my talking points. So we're going to unpack this one thing at a time. Sure, sure, sorry. Uh, no, no, don't apologize. That was a great elevator pitch. I gave everyone, it was kind of like the trailer for the episode. Everyone's going to kind of <laughs> get to know a little bit about because we're going to talk more in depth about all of those things. But yeah. well, let's start with... uh Do you grow weed in your own house? Did you ever grow weed? Was this like a fondness that was always there? Was this a new love?
3: Yeah, no, you know, I never grew weed in my own house. Um, You know, I had an older brother who always just brought it. I would get it from wherever he got it from, and uh, he always had it. So, uh, so never grew myself. I'm not much of a green thumb. Uh, But, but, you know, when I first tried cannabis, I was, it's kind of funny because I didn't have a good experience. I think I was too paranoid, right? Uh, and I had family in law enforcement, as I kind of mentioned. So it yeah. really freaked me out. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get caught. Um, and so I, I hadn't really. Uh, you were scared straight, like before you even tried yeah, it. Yeah, I hadn't indulged in it, really. And then as time went on, you know, I got in my 20s. I was like, this is great, actually. You know, I got to try it more. And, and I was like, hell yeah. And so, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty consistent consumer. I mean, I, I, I love everything about this plant and what it stands for. So
2: absolutely. So, so- Question there. I was thinking about asking this earlier. When you say family and law enforcement, are we talking like mom, dad, or are we talking like aunt, uncle thing? Uh,
3: my mother, my mother. Ooh.
2: Did yeah. she get us out of parking so, tickets? So when you when you were like, hey, ma, I'm going to go start playing around in the cannabis industry, yeah. what, what was her initial response?
3: You know, uh, my mom knows that I'm, I'm kind of crazy, and i am always been kind of a risk taker, and she just supports me. She yeah is a legal industry and she's just all for it. So she's, she's fine with it. Um, you know, she's, she's, she's very well respected in her, in law enforcement. And so she's, she's got a good name and everything and she's just always been supportive of me and, and what I do. So I, I can't complain. I've always had a good, good support base with her. Okay. So here's a question
1: then. What, what was the reaction when she obviously found that Doja in the <laughs> underwear drawer of you or your brother? like <laughs>
0: She now, a little
3: bit more understanding because she knew that it's you know medicinal one time uh, she found a bunch of cannabis in my brother's room and she ended up uh you know th- this was before it was legal of course and she's threatened to take him in and and, and <laughs> kind of like, scare him straight that way but that didn't really work him <gasps> he didn't stop uh but she, she she uh she did have to confiscate it and turn it in and everything but yeah that's kind of crazy I know. Oh, she turned it in too. She had to like go the whole. I I, know. I'm not sure what she threw it out or whatever. I'm sure she probably turned it in or whatever she had to do. She's.
1: See, I wish it would have been treated like cigarettes growing up.
3: Like my dad would have been like, "Smoke this whole bag," and you're like,
1: "Oh, please, no!" My
3: my great grandma did that to me. My great grandma. (laughs) She. I was curious with one of her cigarettes, and and I was like, "God, it had to be like 14," and I she caught me with one of them and she made me smoke the whole pack to just show me. And I never, I haven't touched cigarettes since. It's horrible.
1: Sometimes Uh, it works. And then sometimes it goes like my family where we're all like, damn, this is kind of addicting. I want one every morning and after every meal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, when I heard you say you did the criminal justice education and then you were like, and then kind of went a a roundabout route to getting into the cannabis industry. At first I was like, we got a fox in the hen house. We got a fox in the hen house. <laughs> but it seems like, I mean, did you want to go into law enforcement? And then you were just like, no, nah, I want to make more money and I don't
3: want to get shot at kind of thing. Yeah. That's, that, honestly, that's kind of how it went. You know, <laughs> I, I, uh, I decided after my doing my undergrad, I, I mean, I was, I was actually almost done. And I said, I don't really want to go into law enforcement. I, maybe I want to be an attorney. And I actually realized I hated reading law. Um, Dude, that's I, what. The- I took the LSAT and I scored pretty high and I decided not to t- to go that route um i didn't one i didn't want to take on the debt and two i just i realized i hated law i hated reading it i hated deciphering it and all that so you know i just was like okay i'm gonna go do something else and uh you know i had always been pretty tech savvy and uh, i loved writing code and i loved to build programs and that was kind of my my thing at the time so um kind of went more into the business side that's where i got my master's at csu is, is more on the business side um and and That was more really exciting to me, and so I started, you know, working at different companies, um, I, as I mentioned earlier, you know, developing software for different needs, um, and and I really enjoyed that. And so, you know, I still I still do some programs here and there. Um, I made I made a, a fun. We had a.
0: Outside, Apple
3: Store, and then Google Play. You're out
1: there making apps.
3: Yeah, we we, it was just kind of a fun thing at the time, honestly. Me and my buddy Bruce did it. We made it, and it's kind of a it was it was really cool because honestly, about three years ago, we created Sunspot and we made it so people can engage with music and you and I could watch uh, the same exact video, music video, and listen to the same songs at the same time, no matter where you're at. And it kind of. it kind of took off at the time, but it was kind of slow. And then, then COVID hit, and it started even getting more hits because that's what people wanted to do. They want to be able to engage with one another, listen to music, and really, our focus was like the artist, right? Let's let's get the artist away from all the record labels and make sure that they can, you know, be independent and get their music out there still and get paid. And that was really our focus with it. And uh, so we built it, and it, it still sits out there. We don't do much with it anymore, but it's just kind of fun.
2: That's wild. <clears throat>
3: You're one of those cool fucking nerds. Like you're
1: like, (laughs) when you're like, oh, me and my friend just casually built a fucking app that also allows everyone to engage with live. Like you need to sell that to livefish.com or live for live music. Those folks would just sell it for pennies on a dollar and just give me a little bit of that middleman fee. But like, you know, the idea guy, but we were building like forts or like let's build a gravity bong. You're out here coding and building apps. You really are the smartest guest we've ever had.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm sure you had some smart people but uh but we've we we've, we've had fun with it and we, we've <laughs> built some fun over the years and,
2: uh, and
3: that's that's when I really had a lot of fun with because I'm a big music person I love music so
2: favorite yeah, okay, okay. We'll-, and, well favorite venue in the city of denver
3: oh it's red rocks for sure
2: well well okay well let's like let's talk like in the city so oh, in the city,
3: okay um I would probably say, Gosh, uh, shout out to our
1: sponsors.
3: Fillmore, I guess yeah! it's decent. I just the reason why is it's just intimate. You know what I mean? Like the filmmore no. it's it's historic. It's intimate. I like that one. So that's me. I don't know.
2: Nice. Shout well, shout out to the Fillmore.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Our friends over at Live Nation, I'm glad you did that. This is a seamless plug. Shout out to our friends over at Live Nation. Obviously, there's no concerts going right now, but there will be soon. So go check out the Live Nation Colorado webpage. You can see all the acts that are coming to town, whether it be Red Rocks, they've got Ball Arena, they've got Marquee Theater, they have Fillmore, and there's a plethora of concerts coming to us this summer. Get vaccinated tickets let's get ready to party i'm glad you that was i swear to god we did not tell him to say that he really just said that on his end so that is was that a great partners? yeah live nation and oh. Fillmore are our title sponsors so hey that was perfect you're welcome i didn't even know that that's awesome <laughs> thank you thank you i appreciate it um but uh okay so now let's dive a little bit more we've we've segued slowly into the medical marijuana let's talk a little bit about Medicine Man, what you learned there, and then when did you make the jump or the creation of MedFarm? Like, let's let's dive a little bit more in detail from that. I know we were kind of doing the quick speech.
3: Yeah, so uh, you know, Andy's Andy's a partner in MedFarm uh, itself mm-hmm. uh, still, and so um, MedFarm was kind of just a talking point at the time when I when I started getting involved in it. We were just kind of figuring out what it was going to look like, what kind of staff do we need, and all that. Um, there's two other partners involved, um, Dr. Chris Nelson and, D- and T.J. Johnsrud, who are phenomenal, phenomenal businessmen themselves. Along, the way. And, and we all came together. Is that one ready. guy with the beard? Toll. awesome! You'll love him. He's he's the most brilliant person you will ever meet. He uh, does a great job at really spearheading a lot of our projects. And let me tell you, he is a whiz talk about that's the the guy i want to have a drink with the smartest guy and you should get you should totally have him on your show sometime because he does such a good job at explaining you know different thought processes in in cannabis and different he actually has a patent on a new extraction method in cannabis he owns a patent on a cannabis extraction method it's crazy
2: Um, does he do his beard like does he get inspiration from his beard that thing is gnarly i mean it's i think like could you imagine coming into an interview with that beard you are the smartest person in the room no matter
1: what you can't walk into a you can either brew great beer or make dank wax and you know which one he's bringing the hammer to i mean yeah, no, no he's, offense we were just looking at your about page before we came here obviously yeah,
3: no 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 i appreciate that he's he's you know that guy is, is brilliant i love working with him we have a phenomenal team all the way around but uh he's been with me since the beginning in, in the company and um and and i love just his, his thought process and a lot of things I, I kind of bounce ideas off him so we kind of nerd out together um but uh, so so Medform was kind of just like I said it was be, it was thought a thought process. Um, one of the partners said, "Hey, uh, one day here's here's what needs to happen to advance the scientific body of knowledge in cannabis," uh, and that's TJ. He was, he was one of uh, one of the clients for Medicine Man Technologies when we were first Um And so you know, we were like, "Hey, we got to do this," and we kind of like I said, we put the facility together, and, and it has everything from like a, a beautiful cultivation. Uh, Great extraction team. Um, we have our own laboratory in-house to, to uh, do all kinds of different projects, including a USP 797 clean room so we could do sterile dosage forms When we do research. So if you want to think of like a, a drip, like they would do uh, an IV drip that would go into your arm. We can make that with a cannabis uh, formulation and it takes the oil and makes it like a water. We wouldn't sell that. We wouldn't sell that over the counter. We would do it in a research ca- uh, project. We, we, had, we, we proposed this, formulation one time to CDPHE, Colorado Department of Public Health, they're freaking out, like they're going to sell IVs that go into your arm, we're like, no, this is for research purposes, so we had to explain that to them, so I just have to make sure that's clear, but those are examples, there's there's so many things that we're doing, and so many exciting novel dosage forms that we're going to be putting out uh, into, into the market, and also using for research, so I'm excited about that, so.
2: So, so is, is, did y'all kind of start that stuff for like the potential for that to be in healthcare, like for, you know, maybe as a as a pain? Yeah, kind
0: of
3: yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's when, when I when I focus on research, it's really to understand how we can help people. Right. You really want to make stuff. And we've filed a couple of patents on a few technologies. We've created one break of, one being a brain health formulation that we're going to use for dementia patients. To help Dude. with alleviating dementia. I mean, that's our goal. We want to, our, if you ask me like in five years, what do I see your team? I, in 10 years, where I see your team, I want to see one of our team members win a Nobel prize for making some great discovery in medicine. Um, and so that's, that's, that's something that I think we can do. And I know we can do with this team. And, and that's really our focus and kind of how we, how we think about it, so. Gnarly. Not only do y'all
1: have obviously a fantastic research wing, and I can't wait to come out there and party. I'm going to bring bottles of schnapps and we're just going to goof off but it seems like y'all also are producing great product as well you know you mentioned you have the different lines uh the batch is the one that i've been riding on and just has them live well or somewhere the other day light shade. they're literally just look around they're, they're they're everywhere but i know i got mine at oasis cannabis and they've been having deals on them too and so not only do you get to kind of pad your pocket because you can get two for 70 right now over at Oasis and a third one, I think you get for 10 cents. um, Just as like you buy two, get a third, almost free, but you're also donating uh, money from all of the, I guess, the
3: campaign for not only the whole, I guess the whole month. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're, uh, in in honor of black history month. And because we partnered with the black cannabis equity initiative uh, you know, uh, the proceeds from um, from the awareness campaign are going to go towards black cannabis equity initiative Um, and so we're really like i said putting our money where our mouth is we're we're doing something we're taking action instead of just talking about it and that's what that's what that's what was our our goal all along right we're not we're not just here we have to make money because we're a business we have to make money to fund our research but on top of that we have a responsibility to the community and that's what we've seen with the black cannabis equity initiative and that's what we're doing so
1: that's fantastic. And by the way, that other one I was drawing a blank on was the Diego Pellisar location down on yeah, Alameda and right. Federal. Those guys over there—they hooked us up last week. Out so there, Oasis
3: and Lightshade and Diego and Medicine Man and all the all the partners. We got we got we got about 32 30 dispensaries that are, have decided to be a partner of this. Cookies is another one. Uh, they stepped Ooh, up in nice. a big way recently, uh, and Cookies has really been on board and been helpful. Uh, I appreciate that group too. So. Uh, there's there's a number of other Santes involved, um, and, and we're really impressed with everybody that stepped up to help us with this.
1: Okay, so uh, let's just
3: oh, go ahead, Chris.
2: Well, I was just going to go. Uh, how much money are you guys hoping to uh, to raise for um, this Black Cannabis Equity Initiative? What's the goal? Yeah, so
3: this first launch we um, this first launch we only put and we're only putting a certain number of units out because we don't know. The, uh, we're we're doing about. Uh, Three to six thousand units, depending on how it goes, and each of those units will commit two dollars per unit to the Black Cannabis Equity Initiative. Um, so, and then some groups have said, "Hey, we'll match that on top of it." So it just depends on um, on the dispensary. But some of them are like Cookies stepped up and said, "Hey, we're going to match you dollar for dollar uh, for the ones that we sell." So that's really exciting to oh, hear. Nice. Is and right then we'll be doing this we'll be doing this throughout the year as well. So. Uh, as an example, in in uh, June, we're going to do it with another group. Uh, we're going to focus on the LGBTQ community, um, and so we're going to do something like that. Uh, at the end of the year, we're going to do another launch with the Latino population um, and the community in that area that have been impacted by the war on drugs. So, so so a lot of really good synergies and, and excitement around this product and this this brand and what we're we're doing with it. So. That is awesome. And I mean, I
1: guess my next question is, how could we help if obviously is buying batch the best way that you know? are buying the, uh, I forgot the other brands, the Alivair or I forgot, I haven't pulled up. I was close. Alivair, yeah, that was right. The, I nailed that. Aliviar, Aliviar. Olivier, damn it. Uh, I was like, did... time out, I'm reading that.
3: No, you're fine. Uh, just so you know, Aliviar in Spanish means help or alleviate. So that's why I I picked the name on Olivier way back when. Um, Oh, nice. Okay. For someone that doesn't know any second languages, that was news to me. So am I saying
1: it wrong as well? Like, is the pronunciation wrong in like the everyday, like, give me the Olivier, not the whatever I called it, the (laughs) Alivar?
3: Olivier is fine. Olivier is fine. If you go into the dispensary and say, hey, hit me up with Olivier, they'll know. Uh, If you say it in Spanish, it's Olivier. Uh, So either way. Okay. um, so, so I, the best way to help is, is go out and uh, buy buy some of the, the awareness cartridges. Um, like I said, every every purchase goes towards, uh, there's, there's money that goes towards the Black Cannabis Equity Initiative. Any products that you purchase just from, from our company go towards research and funding our, our company to help get our research going. Um, so that's really exciting. We have the first cannabis research license in the state to be able to conduct clinical trials and other research uh, around cannabis to make sure that we can uh, remove the stigma uh, sorry, this stigma behind cannabis, um, and so that's really important to us. So, uh, anything that you do to just purchase Olivia Batch, become an awareness, it, it supports us. So, we're, we're appreciative of that. But more specifically, awareness right now—that's really important to us. Nice. That's. A, I love it. I love that. So awareness is the, and
1: then everybody can find all of this information. Obviously, we saw you. You've been kind of in the news all over because of this can the awareness campaign like you're on yahoo you're i mean it's pretty much just everywhere I see you're, you're on bloomberg like people are talking about it because of the large amounts of donations but they can find more about that at med as well
3: obviously the brands the team and then the flower oh look at how pretty that is yeah we have, we have some really good flowers so we we our flowers not our specialty but man we make the amazing flower um, and and so we 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 do sell some of that wholesale uh when we have extra. Like I said, it's just not our main thing, but we make really good flour here. Uh as I mentioned, our facility, just to kind of round that out, uh, we're GAP certified. So good agricultural practices certified. A lot of places say, oh, we're GM G A P or GMP compliant. We're actually certified in it, which is a big deal.
1: Nice. Okay. So that's for those that would,
3: I mean, they'll know when people yeah, hear that, yeah. they'll like, okay, good. Those <laughs> that hear it out in the in the uh in the gmp and gap certifications I'm like yep i know that's great <laughs> yeah you know i used to smoke weed out of a coke can so i'm not really too worried about where things are going yeah.
1: but i am fired up to hear about your alzheimer's slash dementia hopefully medication because that is something that does you know pique my interest and it also makes me want to know is there a way i can invest in this company because i have this sneaking suspicion that this doctor that i see pictures of is going to cure something like he is going to beat something and he's in all he's littered in all the photos so he's just tickled me to death so i would love to invest in that guy's brain
3: we don't have anything open right now to invest in we might in the future um we might be opening up around maybe for like some some investment into one of the studies or projects and and we have to figure out what that'll look like but but not right now but maybe in the future i'll be a sample subject if you need someone to just test it out all right, I'll send you the battery, and you can answer all the questions and let us know if, they, if you fit the fit the mold of what we're looking for. Out of be. Well, we do
1: appreciate you joining us, Alby, and I know that it got a little serious there for a minute. We answered some serious questions, but we have a lot of levity in our con in our podcast and our content as well. So we want to kind of ask you. You're a native from here, so we want to say. At, kind of pick your brain about favorite spots around town, um, sure. what you think about the recent trade with Nolan Arenado, as well as new restaurants you miss that you grew up with here in Denver, and oh, then uh, maybe, uh, the most Denver thing you've seen recently. <laughs> okay. But we'll uh, start with what, you, what what restaurant for the the natives out there do you miss most that's no longer around?
3: I, I'll tell you right off the bat, uh, La Loma, the real the old La Loma the one in the highlands in the highlands yeah uh that la loma that, i mean that that location was so epic you could go out on the porch you can overlook the city it was beautiful the food was great you had the picture of the grandma as you walked in i thought it was really my grandma because my mom told me one day that's your grandma when we first went there when we were little and uh it really wasn't right But <laughs> she looked like her uh, yeah. but you know what like i miss that atmosphere i miss everything about it my mom worked there before she became a, a police officer she actually worked there busing tables when i was little and um that's and so it, when it left i got really sad but that that's probably the, the the biggest one i remember that i really i really loved all right okay, well, well i get that one
1: because i remember that that makes me yeah, feel that was a good spot, man that was a really good spot those tortillas slapped so hard they were so oh, fluffy so i mean good. you couldn't beat a fagi their vaginas were
3: the best no, you could not beat them. They're, they're, their tortillas, were, they're homemade, right? Through their homemade process. That's what I loved about them. And the went downtown. No, I'm not trying to knock them, but they're just, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. I couldn't agree more. It just doesn't yeah. It ha- doesn't have the same pizzazz or like the
1: feel. You know, like you, there was like a maze where you could walk around to get your table. Yep. And every t- just it was a joyous feeling. And the, the deals they had on Tuesdays, you could get like dollar tacos
3: and margs.
1: It was a steal. God, yeah. I miss that as well.
3: Uh, other good. Let me. name just two more that I, I I like that are still kind of around. Pizza Alley is a good one. I love that one. Edgewater Inn because uh, I, I I mean if you're, you're a Highlands there, guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. I kind of stay. I mean that's where I grew up, obviously. But yeah. are you still up there. Uh you know I'm just uh I just moved back to Denver. I I had a house in Brighton and I just moved back to Denver. Oh. So I'm in North Denver again. Yeah.
1: I thought you were gonna say, oh no, I was actually working in Florida. I was like, how did we miss this section? But no, you just no, meant no, like no. you were in the burbs.
3: Yeah, I moved out to Brighton for a while in the new area and then moved back to Denver just recently. So. I like it. I like
1: well, nice to have it. you back.
3: Yeah, welcome back into the town. But that'll also
1: help with when we ask for your favorites. Um, that'll help because if you were going to name drop, like, Mellow Mushroom in Brighton, nobody was going to give a shit about your take on where to eat in town. Wow. So now that you're back in the Highlands and you're throwing out some heater spots. Yeah. Sounds like you're a pizza guy. Yeah, I love
3: pizza. Like Pizza's good. <laughs>
2: All right, so so think in a pre-pandemic world, where was your favorite, where's your favorite happy hour spot?
3: Oh, you know, I, you're going to laugh at me. I'm kind of introverted, uh, kind of funny. So I don't really go out to a lot of happy hours. I guess one place we went, we used to go, um, my wife and I um, is, again, in the Highlands. I'm sorry, you're going to laugh at me. But La Cosa oh. is right on 29th and um, it's like Wynonna, somewhere right over there. Um, it's still there but you know it's just a nice little atmosphere in the highlands and you can sit on the porch and stuff and just kind of hang out Um, I really like that spot it's nice Uh, Torres Mexican restaurant down south is pretty good if you've ever been there Um, so those would be some good spots I enjoyed
2: nice
3: okay I'm not going to knock you for the highlands I was a highlands
1: guy my first seven years in Denver I miss that area dearly in fact I will support
3: all of those. I miss just hanging out at like a park with like your kids and stuff like that. You know, like me, I just I mean I mean, even I can't even just like hang out at a park and, and I miss just hanging out at a park for a day on a beautiful summer or spring day and just enjoying the sun going down. That kind of thing is my, my thing, you know? God, the good old days of being able to just kind of hang. Well, I mean, obviously you can, you can kind of
1: park it. That's almost the only yeah. safe thing you can do, but like our, most of our vibe obviously from the podcast is, Going out and noshing around town, you know, getting high and eating and goofing off with friends. And they pretty much just stripped us of that last March. So as we come up on a year, we're trying to finally kind of dip our toe back in the vibe. But, you know, thinking pre pandemic, it makes me, it hurts my heart. But what was the last concert you saw before the world shut down?
3: So I went to uh, a freaking awesome concert. Um, and I'm kind of a hip hop fan. I like all music, but I, I'm a, I'm a hip hop fan. So uh, I went to a concert out in Vegas called Days in Vegas and they pulled so many cool acts together. It's a three day event and they put so many cool acts together with great headliners like J. Cole. I'm a big fan of J. Cole and, you know, a few others they had there. Um, but it was so cool just to have a three. I'd never been to like a music festival myself. I love concerts, but I don't ever been like to a three-day festival. I uh, went to that one. It was so much fun to just be out there with everybody. We had super VIP passes, which is really cool. Uh, so we were like right in the front. We didn't have to wait in lines or anything. And it was just a, a nice vibe, you know, like good people, good energy. Uh, I loved it. smoke some weed out there on the grass in Vegas. And just, you couldn't lose. You couldn't lose on that one. So that was, that was probably the last one I'd been to that I really loved. Oh, one more I really enjoyed right before that was Lionel Richie last year at Red Rocks or year before at Red Rocks. That was such a good time. My mom, I got to go with my mom and hang out with my wife and some of her cousins and just enjoy Lionel Richie on the rocks. That was,
2: that was awesome. That is awesome.
3: Yeah.
1: When he said earlier that he was an introvert and then he was saying that, you know, oh the last concert I went to, I thought he was gonna say something low key. He just goes, No, a fucking hip hop festival for three
0: days.
3: Like, holy shit. So, so that's when that's when I will step out of my like I'll step out of my comfort zone and I'll go and the cool part, like I said, we're in super VIP, so we're like in our own section. <laughs> <Where's>, <laughs>
2: but, dang, but no, no one is even near you.
3: Up. It's not even After overcrowded. I need to go home and recharge my batteries, you know? So it's kind of funny. where did you stay in Vegas? Uh, The Aria.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're sponsored by MGM. No, I'm just kidding. I (laughs)
3: was (laughs) like, shit.
1: You guys need to have me on here more. <laughs> no shit. We'll be going to Vegas a lot more if Mimi <laughs> wants to hang out. Um, That's right. <laughs> that was a great. That was a good one. Okay, so let's do it. We've done happy hours for those. Let's say date night pre-pandemic or one or a restaurant you're excited to eat at once you come out of the pandemic. Instead, not pre-pandemic. What's one you you really miss and you
3: can't wait to hit it again? Uh, probably chop house. My wife okay. loves chop house, <clears throat> she's a she's a big chop fan so i'd like to take her there and she like she enjoys the food i enjoy the food and the environment so
2: no kids no kids
3: uh we have three kids but we don't we're not going to bring them yeah
2: yeah (laughs) yeah leave them at home
3: we've got enough of them now yeah (laughs) they're at homeschooling so we don't we get enough of them for now whoa y'all homeschool (laughs) yeah they're well they're both they're both online i should say oh yeah okay i was about to say damn you real y'all are taking that genius to the next level Online learning is homeschooling, just so you know. <laughs> oh, no. I, I thought you meant like, yeah, but full blown. Like, they yeah, will be no, going no. into my, school. My daughter, check this out. My daughter goes to North High School. Uh-huh. She has a point eight five GPA. Talk about a brain. And, and she is just amazing i never have to worry about anything with her she's and she's 16 so it's kind of cool because like people are always like oh your 16 year old daughter when they get that age they're gonna you know they're gonna freak out they're going through all these emotions and she's just been so easy i'm like oh, my son's the hard one
2: <laughs> yeah you just got until you find until you find her stash of weed in the room and then you're like oh shit.
3: you mean
1: when yeah, she finds stash. his stash of weed yeah. in the room she's going to stanford <laughs> she's like get the shit out of the house buddy um we all speak from envy because we're dumb as rocks so uh, it's nice that you have you know a lot of brains over there makes up for us over here (laughs) um okay so we've done music we've done i really we've done dinner and we've done happy hour chris what's a good one we should we do dinosaur
2: yeah yeah we haven't done that in forever and i'm curious because I bet we're going to get something we don't even have a fucking idea of how to pronounce. I
1: couldn't agree more. You do it. I'm going to grab my cig. All
2: right. Um, so, Albie. Yeah. First of all, do you believe that dinosaurs existed?
3: I do, yeah.
2: Okay, solid, solid. Um, now, uh, if you were a dinosaur, what dinosaur would you be and why?
3: <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh I... I with us. I probably I, I'm going to go the easy route on this one and probably say just a T-Rex because I'm kind of a go-getter and I just want to fight shit and go through the door and knock shit down and I own I own everything and and I, I'm in charge of it and get out of my way kind of guy. I don't know. I like to Are get it.
1: You're saying you're an alpha, male? I am an
3: alpha male? yeah.
1: I think they call it type A, but we'll give you alpha male as Good thing. well. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah, so I'm I'm that guy uh i'm really nice if i don't see you but i could bite your head off if i have to uh well so. then i'm scared to ask the second question <laughs> what ninja turtle would you have been oh uh Raphael for sure
1: yeah i know Raphael. the one with the with the temper you just said you were going to bite someone's <laughs> head off and that's when i was like well he answered the next one <laughs> um well we do appreciate you joining us alby as you can hear i'm sorry for crunching in the background I'm on a new Mm -hmm. diet. I'm not eating a lot, but our last question, we have two of them. We have Chris, you want to do stone that and then we'll do last supper. Yeah. All right. So our last two questions of the night, the first one is brought to you by the batch vape cartridge. Like we mentioned 32 partners around the city. Every time you buy one of these cartridges, $2 is donated to the awareness campaign. I think I'm right. Is that right? Yeah, okay, cool. I was on a roll. Um, and you can get them, like I mentioned, Oasis, Lightshade, Live Well, Diego. They all have them. They're delicious. They have indicas, hybrids, and sativas. Support good people, support good causes, support legit brands. That's exactly what we're doing over here. So check them out. You can use weed maps to find out where you can find the locations, and you can check out their website to see all the brands. I'm not gonna say the names again because I feel like I made a fool of my- all right, Storm that petite question of the week. So today, you, you know, you're CEO and stuff, signing papers, cashing lab. checks and breaking necks, you know, whatever y'all do over there. And then, you know, you're going home, you're getting ripped in the car before you go in and you just want to decompress on the couch. What is that go-to guilty pleasure snack that you're going to get before you lay, sit on the couch
3: and kick your feet up? Flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah. You really tomorrow. are a stoner. All day and tomorrow. Flaming hot Cheetos. Throw a little lime on there, maybe, you know, sauce it up a little bit. Love it. Wait, wouldn't that's almost
1: what what's that purple bag called? Like the the Tika tiki's or whatever? Takis, yeah. Those purple
3: ones have a little hint of lime. i fuck with those. I'm just I'm not as much of a fan. I like to throw the real lime on there and, and on the flaming hot Cheetos, it's just it hits it hits different.
1: It's nice. I, do you ever try it? You know, like you see how they use flaming hot Cheetos for like everything now. It's like always a crust on something. If you see that on a menu, you're like,
3: fuck, I got to get that Elodie. It's covered in flaming hot Cheetos. All day. All day I went. Have you seen, there's a new thing coming out. I just saw it on TikTok the other day. Check this out. They're making, they, they tell you to take flaming hot Cheetos. You guys have to try it. And then you have to let me know how it goes. And you put them in a bowl and you throw milk on them and you eat them like cereal. I heard it's totally amazing. I heard it's amazing. I've never tried it. I will try it, but you have to try and let me know what you think. So is that,
1: how quick, do they get soggier than a cinnamon toast crunch? Like how quickly do I have to eat this? And, and then does it, I guess the milk kind of cools the mouth down and your fingers don't get dirty.
3: I may be on board
1: for this. Well, I love
2: they, it, you know, fingers they're
3: though, They're kind of coated. So you might want to try it out. You know, just, I'm sure they won't get too soggy right away. I take a little bit, but Man, I'm going to try for a second. Yeah. That doesn't, I'm not necessarily like,
1: I'm more of a purist, like I like things classic. I don't venture too crazy, crazy outside of the, you know, the spectrum, but that doesn't sound that bad. I'll give that a whirl. I'd fuck with that. I'll report back on that. That's a good one. (laughs) All right, Chris, I'll give you the honors before we get out of here. I do appreciate it again. And I want to thank Angela as well. Angela over at grasslands for helping us get together and be able to shoot the shit. You know, once everything kind of dies down, we can all help. I appreciate everybody. Chris, do the honors.
2: Yeah, Angela. Um, all right. So here's the last question of the day. Um, okay. So it's your last supper. You can have three guests, no friends or family allowed. Who are you having and what are you eating?
3: Three guests. Can it be anybody live or dead?
2: Oh, it can be live or dead. Anybody live or dead, but it can be no friends or family.
3: All right. So I'm having Michael Jackson. I'm having uh, uh, Jesus. And and the last one I'm having is Steve Jobs, because I'm a big Steve Jobs fan. And what are we eating? We're having spaghetti because I fucking love spaghetti. (laughs) Spaghetti and meatballs. So that's what I'm having.
2: Garlic (laughs) bread
3: all day and, and cheesecake too don't forget that we gotta have that at the end to just top it off uh and we're having we're smoking a few good blunts too by the way uh because i like flour so
1: you don't get high on your own supply <laughs> a, that's
3: how you become a c-level
1: chris that's when we're sitting down here in the lowly home offices and this guy's up here signing checks on reagan's desks <laughs> don't get high on your own supply i like it <laughs> what's your okay two questions before we get out of here <laughs> your uh, your cannabis strain of choice, your and uh, Backwoods and or White Owls Swishers. I want to know that, and then we'll ask where do you get your spaghetti in
3: Denver? Your, if you're such a spaghetti snob, I want to know where you get it from. Okay, so, uh, gosh, you see, I already forgot the questions. Uh, um, I did too. The, fuck. Did back, well, one of them was Backwoods, or and I actually like. Uh, oh, strain. What's your strain of Doja? So uh, Blue Dreams is my favorite strain. Um, and I, I just love the, I love the way it tastes. I love the way it, it hits. Um, I actually like King Palms. I don't know if you guys use King Palms at all. Well. I love King Palms. Um, blunts are good too. Blunt wraps are good. Um, and I, I like the hemp blunt wraps. And uh, if I'm getting spaghetti in Denver, uh, I'm going to definitely go to my grandma's house first. But if you're saying, hey, re- restaurant, um, I'm going to actually go to... Lechugas uh in North Denver. I'm gonna have some lechugas. If you have if you haven't had lechugas before you're missing out, you need to get go get a devil uh smothered and you're and you'll you'll will it'll change your life. Uh, but they have good spaghetti too. So so I'm running up to Lechugas to get some food. I've never I have been not to- been to
1: Lechuga's, but I love that. That's what I'm talking about. What? I can't believe it. I can't believe it took us to the last
3: question to find that knowledge bomb inside you. Yeah. You need to you need to go to Lechugas. Go, it's uh 30 second in T You'll love it.
1: Wait, I know where that
3: is. Oh, I know where that is. Is that next to the tamale spot? Yes, yeah, right by the tamale spot. Yeah, like yeah I know. Where it is. Okay, never
1: mind. I just don't know the name. Sorry, I've been there. Okay, time out. I was like, fuck, I know that location. Yep. <laughs> okay, I did not know that that has the uh, the best to tell. Damn, I wouldn't have thought. Because we've done Gatano's recently and that's just down the street. Yep. But um, yep. okay, Maybe. all
3: right. Down like a little bit. Get, get a, a, a super devil smothered. You'll love it.
1: I'm going to write this down. Hold on.
2: Sounds good. Super,
3: yeah, that,
1: I fucks with that. That sounds fine with me. A super devil smothered. All right. All right. Well, dude, Alby, we really do appreciate you joining us today. Before we sign off, do you uh, want to give a quick reminder how folks can follow not only the campaign, but y'all's accounts on social medias and websites?
3: Just a seamless plug. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can check us out um, online, the, uh, www.medfarmholdings.com. Uh, you can also check it out. The awareness campaign on awareness, A W A R E, letter N U S, so aware in us um, And then you can also check us out on, on uh, Instagram. I see you over there. <laughs> uh, Instagram at become lifestyle. Uh, you can also check us our batch uh, extracts Instagram at batch extracts on Instagram. And uh, appreciate all the support. Yeah, man. Well,
1: we're, we're here to help however we can. And uh, if that means that we'll have to go out there and do the good fight and smoke these cartridges, since you won't do it, I'm willing to take one for the team and do, be that guy. I'll be high for, in the name. It's a good cause. We'll get high That's in right. a good cause. Appreciate it.
3: Appreciate
1: yeah. Work. Well, until next week, we say uh, stay hungry, stay thirsty.
2: Smoke awareness. <laughs> Sm-
1: awareness. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. We'll talk to y'all later. We got, we're rusty on those sign-offs. <laughs> <laughs> um and then yeah we're done so i'll cut it right there but dude thanks again for joining us we appreciate it
3: Uh, thanks for having
1: me it's a lot of fun
3: yeah that was yeah
1: i mean we're not very serious guys but people usually tune in because we're not very serious you know but we can dive into it ebbs and flows (laughs) well we appreciate it. Angela, thanks for setting this up. And then drinks are on me. If I can ever meet y'all in person, if y'all ever want to do some sort of collab or anything fun like that, we'll gladly promote. Um, I I believe in the product. I smoke it. And I've actually, I I mentioned it online, but I didn't know y'all's batch extracts until today, the social account. But um, I've, I've mentioned it. I mentioned the deal from Oasis last week when I was buying them. So I'll go back through and support the calls now that there's a good donation attached to
3: it. Appreciate that. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Well, you all have a great afternoon and a happy Tuesday, Angela. I'll reach out to you about grabbing that uh the copy of this. Have a good one. Travel safe, guys. Thank
3: so much. you. Cheers. Bye bye.